Hello guys, welcome to my podcast, Let's Talk Agriculture. So today I bring to you juicy details, you know, <laughs> but you've got to be patient, yeah? So this podcast is actually featuring Ms. Dada Imelda Bakudo, a climate change expert and one of the speakers for the upcoming webinar on climate smart innovations in food systems. So the reason for this podcast is to give you, my listeners, my favorite audience, a sneak peek of what is going down on the 15th of March, 2021. You don't want to miss this, I promise. So before I get down to the juicy, juicy part of this podcast, hmm, don't forget I have with me the amazing Miss Dada Imelda, who will take us on a sweet ride on a vast experience as a climate change expert. So Miss Dada Imelda, provides technical advice to the Association of Southeast Asian Networks and its STEM member states for strengthening regional and international policies to gain wider access to climate finance, which ultimately builds resilience of the agriculture and land use sectors to impacts of climate change. Under leadership, the Asian CRN efforts through G77 and China contributes to the Coronavia Joint Work Act Action Plan year, a landmark decision for agriculture of UNFCC. She has worked as a principal advisor of the Forest and Climate Change Project under the Asian German Program on Response to Climate Change Program implemented by GIZ. She has over 20 years of experience. Whoa in the areas of biodiversity conversion, sustainable development and conservation finance in Philippines, Latin America, Uganda, and Southeast Asia, working with NGOs, national governments, and international government agencies. <laughs> Trust me, if I decide to start um, talking about Ms. Imelda, <laughs> we're not going to end this podcast. And of course, I want to give her the chance to actually say something about herself. So, so Miss Imelda, thank you for joining us. I don't know if you have something to say to Yeah, I mean, Sharon, thanks so much for having me. And it's, I would like to say it's my first time to be in a podcast. So I don't really know what to do. Oh. Uh, and I hope that I will deliver your promise of making this as juicy as possible. I hope that your, I, I'll try to speak in a way that people could relate and understand what's uh, what are the issues that agriculture faces in uh, in the midst of climate change and that they would be interested enough to tune in on March 15 when I talk more about it. Um, so yeah, um, I hope um, our listeners are going to find what we're going to talk about enjoyable. Most people call me Dada, by the way, but um my full name is Imelda but Sharon call me Dada <laughs> okay I've gotten the license now so <laughs> okay thank you thank you very much Dada and my listeners I'm sure you're going to get a juicy part don't <laughs> mind what she's saying though I trust I trust what she's going to do right now so get ready so, uh, Ms. Dada, I know that uh, based on your profile, you have about 20 years experience. Whoa, that's, that's a whole lot, you know. 
so i don't know if you'd like to share with our listeners like what's been your experience working as mm-hmm. a climate change expert well um it's challenging but it's the challenges that makes life exciting right so in uh, i think it's more than 20 years actually i don't want to reveal my age but i look young but i think i'm ancient and i think that climate change is an exciting field but uh when i say exciting in uh, approaching in in a problem solving manner but it is of course punishing for those who are experiencing really its effect and everyone is experiencing the impact of climate change we've had extreme weather events we're experiencing you know warmer temperature uh and this is across the globe and yeah you've mentioned that i've worked in africa in southeast asia stayed in north america uh, uh in latin america so the the it's all over and it cuts across different sectors for example i find it very challenging uh and uh, right now when you see the connection with the pandemic and climate change it's been scientifically attached to some findings that uh epidemics and pandemics are brought about historically when you look at it when you look at the bubonic plague in the medieval ages in the middle ages it was also caused by rising temperature and and historical records show that it was during uh rising temperature warm weather that breeds epidemics and so and so there is what we're experiencing is very much rooted in climate change and what the sector most affected by it as well is agriculture our farmers are experiencing longer term longer term drought harsher flooding uh harsher weather conditions so it really calls for innovation how do we nature is not going to change we have to adapt we have to use science to be able to adjust and live with the impacts and and be able to actually reverse the the global warming so this has been a very exciting field but at the same time we must act fast like what greta thunberg has said to us has uh, a few years ago really why are we not focusing on it so because many people are impacted and so that has been the journey for me oh that's that's actually amazing and um i did i i i think we kind of experienced the whole climate change thing here in nigeria because usually we have uh, the amatan period mm. when it's around december but we didn't get any of it instead we having it around february mm. and we're like what's going on why are we so cold why are we so hot what's going on this period i mean it was it was really it was really something else but I'm glad that there's actually somebody talking about it and trying to um make a move in this in this sector and based on the webinar and um, what you mentioned you actually mm-hmm. said something about innovation and and I'm very sure that the webinar is mm-hmm. about climate smart innovation and um food system so what what can mm-hmm. you actually tell us about the webinar 
how how the climate smart innovation would um yeah um i'd like to share with your listeners that actually this is a regional workshop a regional dialogue a regional conversation that leads to the un united nations food systems summit that will be happening this year so all over the world there are national level independently led national level led uh regional uh i think uh the african region also hosted their regional dialogue on this and this is one of the many that's happening that will that will bring messages key important messages to the UN food system summit that will be happening originally in New York but i think it has moved um to germany i think and and this will be what the content that will be coming from our discussions here on march 15 will be sent towards this bigger summit which is a holistic look at the whole food system and we are going to be talking about just one part of this uh whole conversation there's five action track people are going to be this summit will be talking about the five different things but we are going to be contributing to action track 3 which is looking at food nature based and and because we feel that impacts of climate change is the most compelling issue facing food production um we are going to focus largely on this and how do we focus on this we wanted to see innovation because we have so much scientists be, uh, a lot but are we listening to what the science is saying and are we giving space for what scientific innovations and even very simple innovations would come out of um from uh, out of the ideas and support them um there are so many examples but what's unique about this dialogue is that we're not going to prescribe we're not going to say hey you should do this you should have robots in the field or you should have computerized digital blockchain this where we don't we're very careful to even provide examples of innovation but we have a lot of sample innovations because we don't want to influence people we want people to come and say you know this is what we i wanted to see in my in my farming state or this is what i want to see in the farmlands in my country So we do have some examples of um innovation and I think I can mention them here that are very simple but you you think wow that solves a lot of issues that it should be further supported so ideas like this we wanted to collect listen to it and bring it to the UN food system summit and then organize financial support for this and technical support and ask the UN hey you need to open up finances for these ideas because this is what southeast asia region want hey you need to you need to open up uh technical expertise coming from several UN agencies because these are the ideas these are the pilots that we wanted supported so yeah so what we're going to talk about will feed in into a big, bigger UN food system summit and when i say food system sharon if i may um 
Yeah, so food system, yes, looking please. at it not just from the food production angle, but looking at it from the way we consume food, the way food is traded, is there nutrition in our food? How do people view food traditionally? Are, are they moving to plant-based diet or are we looking at low emissions livestock? Um, all these things that surround the whole food system is how we're looking at it now. And so we are tearing it apart. We're going to talk about one aspect, which is food production and climate resilient, meaning, you know, practices in food production that's able to adjust to the impacts of climate change and also able to cut emissions in food production. Do you know, Sharon, that rice production, for example, consumes a lot of energy? Uh, livestock, for example, you know that cows fart a lot, right? And it releases a lot of gas and oh, there's yes, methane gas yes. emissions, right? And it really contributes a certain percentage, a substantial percentage of greenhouse gas emissions. And this is one of the arguments of some people for turning vegetarian. I, I'm, I'm not gonna say to your viewer uh, listeners what they should do but uh, I'm just looking at all the possible solutions uh, that could be done in food production not all but some possible solutions that we should that the UN for example should be further supporting and this is what this dialogue is all about <laughs> Oh, wow. That's a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I've come across the um, UN Independent Dialogue. Yeah. Mm. I'm actually supposed to be hosting mm-hmm. one very soon. Okay, yes, more power to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you can do it. Yeah, and you can invite our to. region, the Southeast Asian region, for like exchange of ideas. Oh, sure. That would be great. That would be great. That would be great. And and, and definitely, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll send you a message yeah. soonest. Yeah, I was going to actually ask you the, the areas to be covered. <laughs> I mean, you just broke down everything. Just broke down everything. <laughs> I mean, the food system is something that should really be looked into. And I'm glad that the UN is actually putting it out there for people to... Um, give their feedbacks. I mean, that that's actually yeah. amazing. That's an amazing thing to do. And I hope that this dialogue would do a, a whole lot for us. We do a whole lot. For you know, Sharon, what happened here. is that during yeah, the pandemic, so... the importance of food was really highlighted. You know, you you don't need new clothes. Mm, you don't course. need a new cell phone. We, we we stayed indoors and we didn't need to buy makeup and handbags because we're basically at home. But we continue to need food. Yeah. And then the, the pandemic has highlighted yeah. so many issues surrounding food and food production. And so I think this is a really great time to rethink the importance of food and how... Yeah we should have a very responsible and sustainable food production system that will nourish us. Yeah, I mean, that's that's really, really, really important. I mean, during the pandemic, 
there was a whole lot of um, yes a whole lot of um, food scarcity there was a whole lot of price instability i mean a mm-hmm. lot of business could not even afford the food and it's yeah. really really bad yeah really and bad. the lockdown for example um didn't allow for trading of of food there were barriers right physically there's a lot of tomatoes in northern philippines for example it couldn't go down to the south because of uh restrictions of course so it really highlighted how do we really in the yes. future be able to pandemic proof our food system that in a way is also climate proof this is the future challenge yeah definitely definitely i'm glad the un is actually taking this approach i believe that a whole lot will be solved if um people come out to give their contributions yeah. their feedbacks i mean I believe the whole lot will go down. Yes, yes, yes. So, I don't know, but I think uh, I, for one, I want to hear this, and I'm sure my listeners would, would want this as well. So, can you give us like um, uh, a sneak peek of uh, oh, all right. the speakers okay. for this event? This is, uh, I, I'm glad you asked this, Sharon, because it's pretty <laughs> standard that, you, you know, the speaker is usually the, the highlight, right? And it's what draws the crowd right but oh, in yes, this oh, instance yes. we have great speakers mm-hmm. and i'm going to talk about who our speakers are but in this instance i want to also put importance in to the participants that this is about giving voice to the participants uh unfortunately we have already 400 registered participants and it's growing And so our initial idea of oh, putting right. everyone in intimate breakout sessions of like seven to eight people and then people could actually talk to one another and ask who they're from and what do they do and then how do we solve this issue because there will be a guiding question. At that format is, I don't think, feasible anymore and practical. But still, we've devised some ways to make it interactive in a way that the voice of listeners or, or participants are given really high importance. And so, we, we've been giving teasers. For example, our teasers are, do you know that black soldier flies are able, black soldier flies, are able to eat uh, and break down food waste And then when they poo, they turn it into a protein supplement. And they help in lowering methane gas emissions. So, uh, it is a win-win solution. And then the teaser says, it's very cool, right? Do you want to um, share what do you think is an innovation that you want to see in your own country? So that's the teaser. So we want you to come with your own ideas of what do you want to see as innovation in your country um so the highlight is really on the participants and what they would say and what they would answer to that question but having said that we have great uh speakers from the world bank uh envoy to the un world food system summit we have martin frick we have uh, Zhao Kampari 
who leads WWF International and is based in Brazil. And he is the chair of one of the chairs of, of Action Track 3 of the UN Food System Summit. We have Bo Daman, who heads the South, uh, Southeast Asia and, and um, Asia Pacific UN Food and Agriculture Office. Uh, climate change division within FAO in Bangkok. Uh, we've got Danush Dinesh who represents uh, CCAPS or the climate change. <laughs> There's so many acronyms. Food security in agriculture, which represents the scientific community. And most importantly, we wanted to put in a panel discussion representative of farmers group, private sector, uh, government uh, and and react to how these innovations can be further supported. Like answer a question: What needed to be to change in order to support this? We wanted it to be so practical. We don't want to have um, discussion that's all talking a mouthful of sustainable development and low emissions and etc. We wanted it so very practical. And full of tangible recommendation but it's a three-part series i think we're gonna have a lot of inputs in the first part to just situate and give a context to the workshop and how it's going to feed into a larger un process and then the second part will be discussing these ideas a month later we're going to have a poll in which we're going to poll what are the most popular ideas coming out on innovation and then we're going to connect it to the whole concept of food security and on the third part we're going to have really tangible practical recommendations to the un food system as a result of this dialogue from the region <laughs> Oh, sorry, Sharon, I'm talking a mouthful. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, this is a whole lot of information, and this is another reason why people should really register for this. I mean, sorry, there's so dog. much to say <laughs> when it comes to this um, food summit. There's so much to, there's so much going on, and um, we all, we all need yeah, to come out so- and say something. If we want to see the change, yeah, we have exactly. to be the change by coming out and at all. I think that they can so. get to www.asean, A-S-E-A-N, uh, um, hyphen C-R-N, Climate Resilience Network, dot org, and register there. Okay, maybe you could. Yeah, um, so it's maybe you could repeat that. So again. this is being organized. This event is being organized by ASEAN Climate Resilience Network. So the so the website that they can register to is is www. ASEAN A S E A N hyphen you know the middle hyphen crn crn meaning climate resilience network dot org and they will find a link there they will find okay. a link there to you register got that, right
okay okay <laughs> are you guys listening to this right now you have the link right in front of you yeah i mean you have it right in front of you all you have to do is do the www.aseanicrn.org yeah. and you are there so i would love to see you march 15 yes. 2021 yeah that should be on monday yeah. yes that should be next week monday yes so i would love to see you guys next week for this amazing food summit so get ready and get prepared get ready to learn get ready to say your mind and let's see the change thank you very much my listeners and thank you very much dada it's really such an amazing time with you it's a pleasure to have thank you thank you so much Sharon yes, and I wanted to, to wish you thank good you luck really and really you. your efforts in getting issues like this to the forefront uh, is really very much appreciated we need more podcasters like you ah <laughs> oh, thank you very much I'm, I mean I'm doing my best if, if we don't do this I mean yeah. we want to see the change so yeah. we have to step up we have to step up we have to step up to do what we want to see so this is my own way of contributing yeah if you're a change maker your listeners yes. are also yes. change makers <laughs> and I really hope to meet them on March 15th Yes, we really, really, really want to see your March 15. So please, 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 okay. please, let's see your March 15. <laughs> Thank you very much. So we've come to the end of this podcast. Do have a lovely day and we hope to see you on March okay. 15. And Hugs and kisses on, from on Bali, Indonesia. Thank you very much. Oh. Yay! Hugs and kisses from Nigeria <laughs> to those Bye. in Bali, Indonesia. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye. Have a lovely time.